More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome, everybody, to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show, the latest Friday edition. Can't believe how quickly this week has flown by. A lot of interesting news to get to and more of it today. We are an open line Friday, which means that we're going to be taking calls throughout 800-282-2882. That's 800-282-2882. And if you want updates on the show and what we're talking about, clips, all that stuff, all that good stuff, clayandbuck.com is the website. And we have been trying to warn everybody. And Clay and I have been aligned on this from the very beginning. Even we were doing our own separate radio shows. There is a fundamental refusal by the lockdowners to look at facts and to change their opinions and change their approach based upon what we've learned. We run the experiment. The data comes in. They don't care. They want to put Fauci on TV. They want to listen to whatever he says. And they're not letting this stuff go. They're not adapting their policies to new information and just the reality of what's happening all around us. And the most perfect example of this that I can think of is the fact that Los Angeles County is now reinstituting a mask mandate, even for vaccinated people indoors. Clay, I you're going to have to help me not lose my mind today. It hasn't happened in New York yet. We're probably next. And other major cities across the country, the lockdowners won't let it go. You're, I, I think there are so many people that are just steaming mad over this all over the country listening to us right now. When the news came down yesterday, I was live on the air about to do my television show on FS1, which originates from Los Angeles. And I'm flying into L.A., next week on Wednesday to finish up season three of that television program. And even people, Buck, at this point, who would consider themselves to be left-wingers are fed up beyond measure 
over this insanity. There is no reasonable justification. Let's talk about California for a moment. California, Gavin Newsom, governor who's got his recall election in September, they wagged their finger at the rest of the country and talked about how good they were doing, how much they were following the science. Buck, you look at the data like I do, and it feels like almost no one else in media even bothers to do. California, despite all of the stringent lockdowns, despite the mask policing ad uh, infinity, which feels like, has almost identical results to Texas and to Florida. And I think the question that you asked is the key one, Buck. Is L.A.'s mask requirement an outlier that other places are not going to follow? Or is it going to be sort of the canary in the coal mine? And what we're going to do, and this is what I'm afraid of, and this is what we've been saying, is that as we move into fall and as we move into winter, when viruses naturally increase, slowly, many blue parts of the country which have a lot of red people who live there, are going to reinstitute mask mandates. More people, Buck, in California, it's based on population to a certain extent, voted for Donald Trump in California than voted for Donald Trump in Texas. It's a crazy stat. It's true. And there are tons of our listeners right now in the L.A. area that are losing their minds over the insanity of their leadership mandating masks. Meanwhile, the crazy libs... Not their technical term, but the blue check MDs who were going on TV, Clay, they view this as an opportunity to show everybody how brave and and righteous and, dare I say, sanctimonious the public health establishment remains after at every stage of the pandemic getting things very, very wrong. Here's the kind of stuff that they are saying now about the reimposition of the mask mandate in L.A. County. Let me just say, even more than Los Angeles County, by the way, I really do praise the public health officials there. They're sticking their necks out on the lines. They're not popular people these days. But I would say we can look to other countries. We can look to Israel. We can look to parts of what the U.K. has had to do. Ignore what Boris Johnson has said, but look at what local public health officials and Ministry of Health officials are doing on the ground there. Australia, other parts of the EU, they are, are kind of what we would call canaries in the coal mine. They have put back in indoor masks and it's simply for this reason. Vaccines do protect us. They protect us from hospitalization and death, as we've said. Unvaccinated people with a variant, Willie, that is novel, that we don't understand, that is highly transmissible, mm-hmm. highly infectious, minute to give it to each other. What is the harm when you're with strangers to wear a mask indoors, especially in close contact settings? Why are we taking a risk that we don't need to take when we have a very simple preventive measure for now until we get more people vaccinated? I'm going buck wild here, Clay. What is the harm? <laughs> we're, we're back at that. What's the big deal? Mask up, peasant. Double mask. Put it on on the treadmill. You're going to have to calm me down from afar, man. I'm, I can't take it with these libs anymore. I can't what take it. What are you going to do? I mean, in all honesty, if you're right, because I want to talk about sports as an important, uh, important signpost. In your city of New York, the New York Yankees are almost entirely vaccinated. Last night, there was only one Major League Baseball game. The Yankees were playing against the Red Sox. They canceled the game because six vaccinated Yankee players tested positive for COVID. Why in the world are we still testing in any way vaccinated people? But, Buck, this is a question that I got asked almost immediately when I said I was going to L.A. What do you do now if they reintroduce 
masks in cities. Like for me, for instance, when I land in L.A., I'm going to Michigan this weekend. I'm going to Gretchen Whitmer land. I'm not excited about having to step foot in her state because of what an idiot she's been. But what do you do in L.A. for all of our listeners out there who are, I think, fed up going buck wild like you are? What's the answer, right? You have three options so far as I can tell. You can comply. You can walk in, not wear a mask. When you're told to wear a mask, you can just turn around and leave. Or you can, which I think is the worst option, kind of throw a fit, demand security, everything else. Like I don't see, other than vote against Gavin Newsom, which I would encourage every single human who lives in California to be doing, what are your response? Like, what can you do, Buck? That's what I hear so many people saying. We are at the phase where mass noncompliance has to happen. Yes, and for I pe- agree. For people who live in Texas and Florida, and yes, that's right, Tennessee. God, God bless, bless you. Yes. You're, you know, this is not as much, but we have a lot of our people right now, a lot of our team listening with us right now in New York and California and Illinois and New Jersey and even some states in the South that are much more purple or, you know, places like Virginia, for example, right? They're going to be looking at what happens in Los Angeles and they're going to be looking at these different decisions made by their side, the Democrat side, and they're going to enforce this madness against people. And, And you're asking what to do. I've said this in my building Initially in the pandemic in New York City, Clay, I didn't wear a mask walking in and out of the building because I'm like, this is idiotic. Yes. And the building staff didn't say anything to me because I'm nice to them and we're cool. But apparently the residents were complaining all the time about you, about me. I didn't know this. I was the only person. There are hundreds of people in the building. The only one who wasn't wearing it. Actually, there's one other guy. I think he was from Germany. Side note. But anyway, the two of us (laughs) were the unmasked bandits. I'm not going to violate the building policy and get evicted because that's a pain and that's a little too much. But I'm just saying, man, if they start telling me if I go into a, you know if I go into a restaurant, I got to wear a mask again. I might be like, you know what, guys, call the police I'll go somewhere trust- else. I, I, no, I, I might, I might, I might. Oh, get you're going to be the call the police guy. I, I might be the call the police guy at this point. It's so like we went out to dinner right before we started the show. Right. And New York was still coming out of the mask mandates. uh, But we went to a steakhouse, walked up to the front. You know, you're outside and they and and we're going to be seated indoors. And the girl at the front desk said, hey, can you put your mask on? And this to me has always been the most ridiculous of all the cosmetic theater. When you're at a restaurant, you wear your mask to the table and then you take it off immediately as soon as you sit down, there's no way, but this is what gets me fired up. It's so stupid. There's no logical basis for it. And so my thing is going to be a little bit like yours. Like people are already saying, hey, what are you going to do in L.A.? My wife makes fun of me because basically in Tennessee, I never did the mask thing, right? Like I rarely go shopping, so it's not that big of a deal. And other than putting a mask on sometimes to go sit down at a restaurant, which I was willing to do for a couple of months, I always looked at it and thought it was stupid. Like, to go to the gym, for instance. My gym mostly stayed open. And, Buck, they didn't require us to wear the mask during the workout, but they were like, hey, can you put a mask on when you walk in? And I'm like, what sense does that make? This is all compliance training it's like pavlovian you wear the mask you listen to fauci you wear the mask you do what you're told and it's also meant to mitigate 
the un- unnecessary anxiety that so many people who are at low risk feel from this. You're basically doing it so that those who are, you know, the the, the, the snowflakes out there who watch yes. too much MSNBC don't melt when they come within 10 feet of you. Uh, uh, Clay, this fight, I've been telling everybody, people say, oh, why are you still on the fight is not over until they have to bend the knee based on the data and admit this mask stuff is total crap. Absolute malarkey. That's where I am, and that's where I'm going to be. All right. Trillions of dollars have been pumped into the economy over the last few years. Our national debt has ballooned to over $28 trillion. You know this. I mean, we're going to be talking about inflation today on the show because it's already in the news. It is happening. Your dollars are losing value. No one can say otherwise. So what can you do to protect your savings and retirement accounts? Well, I'm going to tell you what I do. I diversify by buying real gold and silver from the Oxford Gold Group. Not gold and silver stocks, actual gold and silver you can hold in your hands. I buy my gold and silver from the Oxford Gold Group because I trust them. Give them a call right now at 833-404-GOLD. They'll answer all your questions and send you their investment guide. Whether you're looking to have real gold and silver delivered to you at home or have real gold and silver in your IRA or 401k, the Oxford Gold Group can help. Call the Oxford Gold Group at 833-404-GOLD. That's 833-404-GOLD. Clay Travis Buck Sexton. I am Clay, and I am fed up with the idea that I'm going to have to be in a mask in L.A. next week, where I'll be doing the show. This will be on the ground reporting on Thursday and Friday, Buck. I'll be out there uh, doing the show live from L.A. to start the start the mornings, and I really feel just based on the overwhelming anger that I can see percolating. I can see it with the Red Sox Yankees game that was canceled. I can feel it. I know you don't buy into it, Buck, but I'm telling you, as somebody with three young kids, I think there are mom riots coming well, can, over mass. Can I just? I'm telling I, you. Can I just clarify here? I I don't see it happening, but if they happen, I, I'm going to be right out there like a leader of la resistance. Yeah, you know, with all the mothers with the Lululemon, and they're like fighting against the mask fascism. You know, like. It's going to be old school resistance. Uh, that is a great way of putting it. I think it's going to be a Lululemon led uh, cavalcade. Like if it, I sometimes will pick up kids because I, you know, have a, a little bit of a different schedule, drop off kids at school, whatnot. A lot of women around, all of them dressed in workout clothing. This is going to be the most uh, fashionable riot of all time all in yoga pants the instead you know they're like they're you know, color revolutions like the orange yes. you know orange Revo- this is going to be the lulu revolution you know that's all good. The- i actually like that because it is per- it's a perfect description of i think who the moms are they're going to be riding up because they are going to be so fed up over this ridiculousness now i do think in places like where i live tennessee the masks are going to be gone and i i don't think they'll ever come back but again, I go to the number of people. Like, if you're living in Orange County right now, you are that close to L.A. County, right? And you're going to tell me that magically when I hit the border between Orange County and L.A. County, masks aren't required? Clay, so much of this, I mean, to, to your point, of course it's idiocy, but it's been yes. idiocy all along. And so much of this, I think, at this point is a combination of, of political tribal allegiance. I wear the mask because I take the virus seriously. Yes. You know, that that's what we remember. And by the way, whatever happened to double masking? You see anyone double masking anymore? We were Congress. told 
We were told for a while that double masking is what was needed, but now because the winds have shifted a bit politically, single masking is acceptable. But, Clay, we don't bend the knee to political opinion in the science world, so everyone who cares about this should be double masked. It's all a fraud now. It's all absurd. People have been emotionally damaged by Fauciism and psychologically crippled such that they cannot think for themselves anymore. What do you think the reaction, Buck, was in Gavin Newsom's office when L.A. County, because he's got the recall going on. So now think about the pressure here. What's going to happen in San Francisco? Are they going to follow the lead of L.A.? Right now, the science, in quotation marks, the science, doesn't say that you need to be wearing masks if you're vaccinated indoors. Now, L.A. is saying, basically, we don't agree with the science. What is Gavin Newsom, who is an imbecilic, petty tyrant of a leader, But what are his people going to say in California now? Do they follow the lead of L.A.? Do they call out L.A. and say the masks aren't necessary? This is, to me, really kind of a fascinating, because we had the de Blasio-Cuomo disagreements, right? Even though they were both, you know, petty despot tyrants. But now what what happens with the L.A. mayor and with Gavin Newsom as the recall wounds? Because I don't think this would cost him a lot of votes. So my theory on this, for one... I think the Delta variant is just like some of these other variants where it becomes the it becomes the dominant strain and then it kind of fades and there's another dominant strain and then it fades. Look, it's COVID, right? They keep talking about it. Oh, it's so much more transmissible. They don't really know. It doesn't have to be that much more transmissible on a numbers basis for it to all of a sudden become the dominant strain because if it's, you know, 20 or 30 percent more transmissible, you play that out over a huge population. And guess what? Now the one that people are getting tends to be the one that you've been talking about the news. I, I, I just view it this way. They're trying to reestablish the ability to do this at will on a whim. And that's part of what makes me so angry, because all of this from the beginning, as we remember, from two weeks to slow the spread, which was about hospital capacity. It was never the initial days of this. All the scientific community were supposed to listen to about all this. They never said we can stop the virus, Clay, with this. It was just slow it down for two weeks so the hospitals can get ready. Well, now it's slow it down forever which is lunacy because there's no that just means you're imposing all these costs. The 90,000 plus uh, deaths from opioids last year alone is one of the costs that you would point to. But they they are now the government and media Democrat apparatus is addicted to this power and they just want to reassert it. Sometimes they want to you know pull the chain around our our collective uh, our collective ankles and tell us this is how this is going to go. I want to hear from some moms. Oh, yeah. I want to hear if you are buying into my idea that the moms are going to lead the revolution against masks. And I think we'll get quickly here. Can we, can we, Clay, can we come to the moms and just let's, let's come yes. to moms in a moment. Let's do that. 800-282-2882. The phone lines. Clay's mom's anti-mask revolution. Do who, you buy into it? Who will be the general? Who will be on the front lines, Clay, of the resistance? This is what we're heading for, ladies. Is it going to happen Clay, do you have? Are you a guy who has Lululemon? Be honest. I, do, uh, you know what? I do. I don't. I, embarrassingly, uh, uh, Buck, I don't hardly buy any of my own clothes, <laughs> so I don't even know where oh, the labels man. are from. This is where I, lawyer. I, this is where lawyer Clay is coming out. He's like, well, I, uh, we'll, we'll get back. Well, my into wife, this. I don't even know what the labels on my clothes are. I, to be honest, I, I got I a Lululemon I, shirt. The it's only great. place I shop is Costco. 
It's embarrassing. So we'll get back into that, too. You know what you should have? Speaking of shopping, Rough Greens. I love Rough Greens. We've been adding it into my beloved French bulldog, Tallulah's food for weeks. And she's got a little extra pep in her step. And her tummy, which had always been a problem in the past, has really settled down. So that means less middle-of-the-night walks for her, which is fantastic. But you know why? Rough Greens is something you add into your dog's food. And it's got 23 all-natural vitamins and minerals from fruits and vegetables like spinach, blueberry, rice bran, blackberry, plus 20 digestive enzymes and 15 powerful strains of probiotics. The folks at Rough Greens are so confident your dog's going to love it, they've worked out a special deal. You'll get the first bag free. Go to roughgreens.com. That's R-U-F-F, roughgreens.com slash clay and buck. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of us. We're figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, it it would have been been juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. James Golden here, host of the podcast series Rush Limbaugh, the man behind the Golden EIB microphone. There's a new episode now available sharing the details of how the Limbaugh Letter publication came to be. Listen to the entire series wherever you listen to podcasts. Tunnel to Towers Foundation and MyPillow are both sponsors. 
Welcome back to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. I'm Buck. He is Clay, and he wants to start a Lulu Mom revolution against masks. And I, I want to be a colonel in this in this army. <laughs> I, I want to be a part of this this brigade of freedom, Clay. That's gonna that's gonna seize uh seize the the uh well not the Bastille. Now we're going the French thing. By the way, just because I think of like the resistance against the Nazis, you know, during the occupation. That's the resistance. So. You remember, and also, if you've watched the South Park movie, there's a little character who's like French and smokes Galois, and he's the resistance. So. Remember, by the way, that the French Revolution ended with all the French revolutionaries getting guillotined, which is what I hope and hope happens eventually, not physically, obviously. But they are turning on themselves in the woke revolution, I think, to a large extent. I think there's a lot of reasonable people, like a suburban moms, to me, who look at the data and have kids. Are I I, I really believe this are going to lead the anti-mask revolution because they're finally going to say we're done with this. I'm curious whether women out there that are listening to us right now are seeing the same sort of vibe around their neighborhoods and in their circles as they talk to other moms. And we got Rachel in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Let's start with Rachel. Rachel, on the mean streets of Baton Rouge, Louisiana, do you get the sense that the moms are fed up with this masking ridiculousness? I do, and I'm one of them. I'm the main one, I feel like. This is ridiculous. The closer it gets to school opening again, the more you hear about the increase in cases and this new variant and all this kind of garbage. I mean, they had it all wrong the first time. Why should we believe them now? That's and a question I keep asking. Think, I mean, we, we don't get answers to that, Rachel, do we? And if you, what, no, I would never. also put this out there, Rachel, for, for, for you, for everyone. If they had really solid data... To show us that these things work, it would be plastered across the New York Times and on CNN every day. They don't. They don't. And if they did have that kind of factual data out there for people to see, I would not have a problem following the guidelines if the science proved it and it was shown to have some efficacy. But this is all a bunch of garbage and it changes every day. How many kids do you have, Rachel? I have two. Thankfully, only one is of age that um, they're now targeting, I feel like. She's five. Yeah. About to start kindergarten. And I'm at the point where if they say mask, she's going to come home and be homeschooled. Wow. Thanks pulling for her, calling her out. And I, I really hope that also, you know, Rachel would consider going with other moms. Go to the, you know, even if you're going to homeschool, take that last chance to go to the PTA meeting or, you know, the, school, the school, board. Board, school board meeting. I mean, yeah. And and go there and let people know that they're not because I think there are a lot of people, Clay, who feel like maybe they're alone on this because the masks are so visible. Anti like I had to walk around with a mask on in New York because I had no choice. Right. And anytime somebody had an opportunity to have that exchange where we go, we both know this is stupid. Right. You realize, oh, I'm not alone. There's somebody else with me. And that's why I think moms are sitting around during the summer as the kids are out of school, having these conversations and recognizing how ridiculous it is. And you're now, look, remember what the teachers told us was, remember that all those ridiculous stories about I'm a teacher and I'm writing my will now so that if I die while I'm teaching, I'll be taken care of and I'm only 28 years old and I'm putting myself on the front lines like as if they were storming the beaches of Normandy to teach kids that had almost zero statistical chance of passing the virus along. And now those people, those teachers that were convinced they were going to die if they taught, they can all get the vaccine buck. So why are we requiring kids 
to wear masks at all. I think a lot of moms are asking this question. Gina in Gloucester. Is it Gloucester Mass? How do you pronounce the town? Gloucester. Gloucester. (laughs) See, Buck knows. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, we got you. Hi. It's Gloucester. All right. So what do you think? Are the moms fed up in Gloucester? Well, it's hard to say around here because I'm in a blue state. Yes. (laughs) But I know I am. And, I mean, I might be in a little different category because I just had both of my kids just graduate. Well, I have three kids, but two just graduated. So I'm kind of worried about the whole college thing, what they're going to be mandating. And um, neither one of them want the vaccine. And we've all had COVID. So it's, you know, that's you're, the things that they don't You're like about. Buck and I. You have the natural immunity. Your family has all had it. Where are your, are your kids going to college, your two that have graduated? And if so, are the colleges mandating vaccinations in some way? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So we're su- kind of... It's super frustrating to figure out how to handle that, right? I get a lot of those questions, and I'm sure you have, Gina, as a mom, and and I have for people, you know, we talk to a lot of people out there who are college age, and they email in or they they send messages and whatever. Like, what should I do? I've had COVID already. I don't want to be the freak who has to sit around in a mask, but it doesn't make sense. Thanks for the call, uh, Gina. By the way, Julia in Brentwood, Tennessee, just down uh, the road from here in Nashville where we have a studio. Uh, Julia. What are the moms of Brentwood uh, saying and thinking as they prepare for a new school year? The moms I know are not fearful of this. But here's my the question I wonder why nobody's positive is, if this is so dangerous and fearful, we've got to go back to southern uh, borders to unvaccinated people with COVID in the hundreds of thousands. Are those, ones, are those the ones breaking our numbers? That's what I want to know. It's a good call from Julia. I think her point is, Buck, if you or I go down to Cancun to stay at a resort, we have to test negative in order to come back. But if you are coming across the border right now, they aren't testing people for COVID. I, I also I also want to remind everybody that, yes, the the border control situation is is crazy. You know, you can like leave the UK and go to the US from what I understand, and that's fine. But when you come back, you have to test and and quarantine and do all this stuff. It's it's completely nuts. But if you're wondering, is this going to go, you know, is this just an LA thing? Look, we know we we love our LA listeners and they're used to their crazy lib dystopia that's around them, right? Yes, they get the great weather, the beautiful people, but they also get Gavin Newsom and Garcetti policies. Uh, and and the big thing for a lot of us now is, will that be replicated? You know, yeah, L.A. has a lot of people that are into, you know, hot yoga and pet therapists. Is this going to be the thing that we deal with in the rest of the country? And in New York, which has its own issues, to be sure, they're already saying we really like what they're doing in Los Angeles. We've been following the science very closely uh, particularly in the context of the Delta variant, which now makes up 69% of cases that we're sequencing here in New York City. Um, what we do know is that when you're fully vaccinated, it does offer strong protection against particularly severe illness. Uh, but there are some cases where you will see uh, particular places like Los Angeles that's going through a surge right now, uh, reinstate those mask mandates primarily to protect people who are unvaccinated. Right. But I guess the issue there is then that unless you put down the mandate for everybody, the unvaccinated people just won't wear masks. Well, the most important thing is for unvaccinated people to wear masks 
to distance, to get tested regularly. Uh, but sometimes the most effective way to do that is to extend it to uh, the entire population. Everybody, you thought you got vaccinated and you were going to be able to drop the mask out there. Guess what? If you live in New York, L.A., bunch of other cities are going to follow suit, too. Now, I think the Delta variant is go- we're, we're going to see if you just look at what happened last year. Right. There was this kind of period of a surge in July into August. And, and it happened, uh, what was it, in like the Sun Belt. That was the big focus was the Sun Belt in 2020 into June, July, August. And then it really hit a lull, and then it exploded up again. So maybe, Clay, the Delta variant starts to fade so that this doesn't spread. But if we have a big caseload starting out in, you know, if this is like flu season year in, year out, masks are coming back in a lot of places. I think that's going to be true, and that is my fear in general, is that these masks, first of all, they don't do anything. So whenever you hear somebody say, follow the science, you might as well just immediately tune out everything else they're doing because they're not actually following the science. Following the science would be look at the data and make logical decisions based on that data, which we don't see at all. But I'll tell you what is a logical decision, Buck. Michelle in Arizona said, I originally purchased Relief Factor for my husband, but I decided to try it also. I clean houses. I'm 55, so I regularly ache due to this. I felt relief almost immediately. My husband also felt relief when he started taking Relief Factor. Look, I know for sure Relief Factors helped my wife, and I got to tell you, she's in her early 40s, mom of three. She's going to help lead the mom revolution And she works out hard, works out hard all week long. And this has made a big difference for her because it's a 100% drug-free product which addresses joint pain, knee, hip, back, knee, and shoulder pain. Makes a big difference for her. Can make a big difference for your dad as well, Buck. He loves it. My mom's taking it too. And Relief Factor, they've both found, goes right to the source of inflammation. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor and about 70% of them go on to order more. Join the more than half a million people and order the three-week quick start for only nineteen ninety-five. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. To get the nineteen ninety-five three-week quick start developed for you, go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. Relief Factor, feel the difference. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. I am Clay. I will soon be on an airplane wearing a stupid mask on my way to one of the states with one of the dumbest governors in all of the country. I love Michigan. I don't like Gretchen Whitmer. I think there's a lot of people probably listening to us who have that same oh, opinion. Oh, gosh. Governor Halfwit. Oh, yeah. Oh, don't you know? You know where she went, by the way, Buck? Down to Florida. You know, when she had everybody else locked down, you weren't able to do anything. You know what she also did, Buck? She went out to a restaurant and violated the rules on how many people could be in the restaurant. The thing that really shouldn't astound us is how many of these politicians know that all these restrictions are complete BS. And you know that because they're violating them themselves. Obviously, Gavin Newsom with the big French laundry uh, dinner that he had. Every one just about of the Democratic politicians that have been so ardently embracing lockdowns, there's evidence of them flagrantly violating their own rules. It's 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 infuriating. And they're never even can I just they're, they're never even really apologetic about it. It's always the uh, crap. I got caught. Yeah, there's never a sense of like, wow, guys, I really let you down. I was being a jerk. And usually it starts. Usually they go with the Lori Lightfoot uh, situation where she said, 
I mean, come on. I need a haircut. I'm a public facing person. <laughs> oh, OK. You deserve a haircut as the mayor of Chicago. No one else in Chicago, though, is allowed to get a haircut. That's the way it goes. But you got look at Clay's Clay's mom army, the Lululemon I, battalion. They are forming all across the uh, all across the country. And I believe is it Tanya? Is that how it's or Tanya? Tanya uh, in. Yeah, Tanya in Wisconsin. What's up, Tanya? Hey, how are you? Um, I absolutely agree. It is forming. I just want to let you know it is real. Um, we're having issues now um, where these private programs that go through schools decide to dictate the mask. And, um, you know, it's not, a, it's not a school thing. It's already lifted. And, you know, they're sending out uh, emails with personal feelings. And these moms are pushing back. They're not given. They're not given anymore. They're not putting up with it. Um, you know, there's lots of organizations that are starting to form where you know they're heading up these school meetings. They're here with the agendas. They're writing. They're there every day. They're not putting up with it anymore. Um, you know, and I think the best way to go about this is uh, don't participate. You don't get my money if you know if if you're going to be a private program working with the school and you feel that you know you know more as as as. Uh, a camp counselor than anything else and you want to put on a mask, well, then you can just go ahead and keep, you know, keep your camp. It's it's just going to be ridiculous, and these parents aren't putting up with it anymore. Good, good so, to hear, Tanya, because we're we're all we're all sick of it here in in New York. I can tell you that everybody who has two brain cells to rub together realizes how absurd all this stuff is. You know, when Clay, Clay and I, you remember Clay? Actually, that time we had steak in New York here, right as this was all. And thank you, Tanya, for calling in from Wisconsin. Uh, we were told to put a mask on to go up to the hostess who was at a stand outside. Do you remember that? So it was put up your mask outside to speak to the host and then go inside and take your mask off. This is actually the direct opposite of what science would tell you if you were worried about COVID and you believe masks work. And and that's, that's just where we are. That's why they had that great meme where it was like, uh, you know, when you walk into a restaurant and they had the guy walking with his mask and then you sit down and COVID just goes over your head. Oh, it's yeah. like, oh, now you're safe when you're sitting at oh, the table. I, There's no re- reason for the mask. I love the plexiglass partitions, too. You know, oh, I mean, yeah, this this would be like like somebody, you know, going in, going into a battle or something. And they're like, you know, I, I've got this. I've got a piece of Kevlar that I only put on my ear. It's like, well, that might kind of help in some very rare circumstance, but I think you want the full Kevlar vest on your vital organs and you want the plates inserted. It was, it's all, it's folks, we all, it's all so stupid, but they'll be embarrassed. The lockdowners will be embarrassed if they ever have to admit this. Paul in Boston, Massachusetts, open line Friday. Paul, what's up? Afternoon, gentlemen. Uh, question for you. I mean, so much is, is discussed about this quote-unquote science and the science behind the vaccine and why we should all get it. It's so important. Everybody get vaccinated. Where is the science that proves that natural immunity is as effective, if not more so, than acquired or artificial immunity? Why it's is out anybody there. talking about that? Well, we try to talk about it quite. Thanks for the call. We try to talk about it quite a bit on this show just not only because it's important, we did a big discussion with this about Alex Berenson, which I would encourage you again, go download the podcast and go listen to it. But Buck, you and I both fit that criteria. We both have had COVID. And so I went recently before I started the show, I think the week before I started the show and checked again on my antibodies. I still have them in a robust fashion. 
So we're not talking about all the people out there. And the data, the Cleveland Clinic data, as well as some of the data that's coming out of Israel, suggests that the best protection you can have is natural immunity to COVID. I've been told by infectious disease doctors who have said, I cannot go on the record, but I mean top top level MDs who work at name institutions here in New York City that they're the focus protection approach of protect the elderly, get them vaccines as soon as possible. And with everybody else, just practice good hygiene and do your best to stay healthy is what they think would actually be better. But we've because the public health establishment of this country pretends they can save all of us if only we obey them and admit and have the servitude. They don't want it. They don't want, you know, or serve whatever, whatever they want. I know we're both looking at this call from Matt. I want to get yeah, it's to gonna Matt, be great. We only got a minute. You're calling in from Wisconsin, but tell us what you got. Hey, good morning. Um, so it's yeah, there's a lot of suburban moms that are pushing back in Wisconsin. Uh, I formed a few social media groups to try to get people to push back. And I say it's like an eight to one ratio, you know, moms to dads. But we formed Patriot groups. We formed all kinds of organizations. You want dads storming the Bastille, too, is what you're saying here. You're calling in, Matt, to say that you want to be a part of the mom revolution. Absolutely. My boys, I just picked him up from summer school. He's so sick of the masks. I'm afraid of what's going to happen in the fall. They're going to make up a new variant, and we're, we're ready to fight because I've had enough. I'm going to use a lawyer if they try to put that face that face paper on my child one day into this new school year. I'm. We hear you, Matt. Thank you for calling in. Amen. Our, our, our friend Sean Parnell, former Army Ranger combat veteran, going to join us to talk about Afghanistan. Stick around. You're listening to Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the EIB Network. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.